Welcome to the recorded candidate interviews by the League of Women Voters of Portland. All the candidates running for this position in the primary election were invited to participate. We asked the candidates for the same office, the same questions, and included as many of the questions as time allowed. Hello, this is Cecilia Beckwith with the League of Women Voters of Portland. You are watching the video voters guide or listening to our podcast. We're here today to talk with candidates running for the May 17, 2022 primary election. All the candidates running for this position in the primary election were, in, were invited by the League of Women Voters to participate. We asked the candidates uh, for the same office, the same questions, and the number of questions asked is determined by the length of the candidates answers. In this process, we are grateful for the support of Carol and Velma Saling Foundation, the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund, the Weiss Foundation, and our media partners, Metro East Community Media. With me this afternoon is Brian Evans, candidate for Metro Auditor. Welcome, Brian. Thank you, it's good to be here. Great. Um, please tell me a little about yourself and why you're running for this office. Yeah, thanks for the question. Uh, my name is Brian Evans. I am running for re-election for the position of Metro Auditor. Um, as a reminder for those that may not know Metro, uh, Metro is the regional government in the Portland, Oregon region, um, serving the three counties. Um, the focus of the government services is on land use and transportation planning, solid waste disposal services, a system in parks and natural areas, and a series of visitor venues like the Oregon Convention Center, Oregon Zoo, and Portland Center for the Performing Arts. Uh, I'm running for re-election because I think that voters deserve transparent and accountable government, and auditors are well positioned to provide the key information that policymakers, managers, and most importantly, the public need to know what's being done with their tax dollars and if Metro's programs and services are delivering on the promises that they've made for their services. On a personal level, I've lived in Portland for about 25 years and I've worked as a Metro auditor since 2015. Prior to that, I worked as a staff auditor in the office. And so I've actually been in this uh, position of auditing at Metro since 2008. Prior to that, I worked as a senior economist for Business Oregon, which is the state's economic and community development department. And before that, I was an AmeriCorps member um, working on microfinance programs with Mercy Corps, a local nonprofit. My educational background is, includes a, a bachelor's degree in international relations and a master's degree in public affairs from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. I also hold two professional certifications that qualify me for this position, the Certified Internal Auditor and the Certified Government Auditing Professional. And that's a little introduction to me, myself and the position. Great. What are the most important issues for the auditor's office in determining when to initiate an audit? It is a great question and one that I get most frequently, even uh, from pretty much anybody who learns about my position. So really what I think about when I think about audit topics is risk. And when I think about risk, I think about risk to the taxpayers and also to the users and customers of Metro's programs and services. And so when I think about what audits need to be prioritized for um, our work and our resources, I try to think about it from the perspective of what does the public need to know? What promises has Metro made to the public? 
And how can we provide information that would help the public and decision makers know whether their accomplishments and efforts are achieving the desired results? There's also an element of thinking about what we can uh, conclude in terms of our audit standards, because we are required to follow government audit standards, which include a series of processes that focus on the type of evidence we need to draw conclusions, the breadth of who we talk to, and the communication internally to make sure that management is not surprised by what we're auditing and what our results are. Those efforts are really important to ensure that our recommendations are implemented, and they're also really important to make sure that we focus our efforts on things that are most important to the public. If re-elected, what are your goals for the auditor's office for the next four years? So I think one of the key elements of this election cycle and the next four years will be responding to the events that have happened in the last two years. And by that mean the global pandemic, which has disrupted the way that Metro operates in terms of direct service, whether the service is being provided um, at specific sites, whether some work is being done at home or whether some work is being done in the office setting. All of those conditions change the dynamics and the risk profile of the profile, the programs that Metro provides. And so reassessing and getting a temperature check on how things are rebounding from the global pandemic is very important to me. I'll also say that focusing on diversity, equity, inclusion, and racial justice and social justice is also high on the list. Those are evident in uh, high on the public's mind and there are elements that uh, audits can provide the independent and objective information necessary to help people understand if more work is needed and what type of work is needed to make sure that our commitment to those values uh, is met in Metro's work. What are your strategies to increase knowledge of and confidence in Metro's audit findings with the, audit, with the people being audited and with the Metro Council and with the public? Another really important question. We have to have credibility with all of those audiences to move our work forward, but also to move the work of the agency forward and make sure that the public is getting what it hopes for from its regional services. The things that I've touched on already are really important to setting the foundation for um, that credibility. So one, following audit standards, make sure that we follow the same process. We may take it and do more in-depth work in various areas, but the structure of our work really ensures that we're taking and proceeding methodically through a series of standards to make sure that our work that comes out the other end of an audit is both accurate and topical in terms of responsive to what the questions we were trying to answer. Another aspect of that is being responsive to pub the public. What does the public wanna see? What does the public need to know? And also what do the counselors need, the elected officials at Metro, how are they processing information and what more might they need? And then more at a grassroots level or more at the tactical level, what do the folks that are actually providing the service, the managers and the staff that are working with the public or working internally on Metro, what details do they need to know to help them do their jobs in a way that is most efficient and effective? We've come to an end, so thank you, Brian. Uh, this concludes our video voter's guide and podcast interview with Brian Evans, candidate from the Metro Auditor. Election day is Tuesday, May 17th. Thank you for informing yourselves about the candidates and for exercising your right to vote. For more information on the primary election and this race, visit our websites, vote411.org and lwvpdx.org. Thank you very much for your interest. 
This interview was produced by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund and Metro East Community Media. Funding was provided by the Carolyn Velma Sailing Foundation, the Weiss Foundation, Vernier Software and Technology, and the Sarah Fruing Memorial Fund. For more information on the primary election and this race, visit our websites, vote411.org and lwvpdx.org. Thank you for listening and for voting. Copyright 2022 by the League of Women Voters of Portland Education Fund. Licensed by Creative Commons.